Guan Guan, what's happening, yo? What's up? It's back by their conversations. Chick Chat, Goof Tough, Chin Wag. Welcome to Back by Their Conversations. I'm your host, AK Akik, and we have another host today. Uh, my name is Scott. Uh, and um, today uh, we'll be talking about one of the stories from the Bible, uh, the Good Samaritan. And um, before we go on the Good Samaritan conversation, Scott, could you say uh, one or two things about yourself? Yeah. Um, let's see, I'm, I'm uh, trying to learn Suleti. So uh, the first thing I thought of was uh, Ami Amrikataki. Oh, bala bala. Uh, so I lived in America up until three years ago and moved here to London. And uh, America, I was a pastor mm-hmm. and lived in a um, very rural area, 500 people in my village. That's the niche by Yes, I was a, a, a teacher in the church. Um, so a small congregation of uh, people who Jesus mm-hmm. and um, small town or village as I say here mm-hmm. and um, yeah I have a, a passion for caring for other people so um, part of the reason I'm here is to let people know about Jesus but also um, to serve in the community try to help out people in need uh, I've become certified to teach English and uh, much better in English than Saleti, but I'm getting there. And uh, after Goro, um, America, uh, Zaga, the place in America that you lived, uh, can you describe how many people that lived there? Uh, yeah. So. Um, so which state is well? Kunzaga state. Yeah. So we were we were in Iowa, which Iowa. is right in the middle of the country, and um, cornfields everywhere. The town that we lived in was a mile square, and had about 500 people. Um, give or take a few. So fascio, uh, fascio manush, and uh, could you just tell me quickly, uh, Scott, uh, which city are you speaking for right now? Which, which, where are you now? Yeah. Um, I'm in London right now, and um, we find it very funny that the building that is right next to our flat probably has more people than the entire village that we lived in that's in, in Iowa. That's completely amazing, fascinating. That is really. Well, I, I'm, I'm so happy that you could join with me. And uh, just a reminder for, for the first-time listeners, uh, uh, my name's Akik AK and Scott, and we're, we're your hosts. And hopefully we'll have more podcasts on these subjects of uh, Bible stories or things of Scripture. Uh, so thank you very much, Scott. And uh, we're hosts together. And, um, yeah, so, Scott, uh, could you tell us about the, uh, the origin of this podcast of The Good Samaritan about... How it yeah. all started, if you don't mind. Kila asil ashole. Yeah. So um, you asked me one time what was one of my favorite um, parables, which is a story that's supposed to have a point to it um, that comes from uh, Jesus, Isa Almasi. And um, Good Samaritan has always been something that's uh, been a challenge, but also an encouragement for me uh, in life. And so we originally tried to see if we could fit up make a film out of it and put it on YouTube. And um, besides the fact that we had a pandemic in between that, um, just really hard to get enough people to, to come together at the same time. And so trying to go this route, I think, uh, is a good. Still share the, the story and the teaching of Jesus, um, but maybe not have to worry about acting and 
times things. Yeah. So is we tried but it didn't quite happen, pandemic, manush free night, people weren't available, so Khurtafarsina. So we've got this for you for the people who are listeners uh, who are listening. So uh so I'm gonna start of um so when I think about the Good Samaritan, two things come to mind. Uh so, uh, so I worked uh, like in Birmingham for a number of years, and like street preaching or like public talking about scripture, it can it can come across like shouting. But from my knowledge, from the public and understanding of the Good Samaritan, what comes to mind is um, I give an example. So how people have my from my experience have perceived the Good Samaritan. So if you imagine the film Home Alone, mm-hmm. we've got Kevin, the young boy, and uh, there's one famous uh, or oh, memorable scene where he is doing some shopping. And uh, he goes into the supermarket here. He buys stuff. And he's got two bags and a really big borrow bag. And he's walking and suddenly those bags burst. Uh, do you remember that scene, Scott? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Those, ba- the, those bags burst. But that's in the film. But I'm, what I'm about to say now, I'm, I'm making it up now. Yeah. So the, this part, I'm just making it up. So it's an extension of the film. I'm just throwing in the Good Samaritan. So mm. someone sees this little boy named Kevin with the mm. nice, funny hat. And someone sees that and runs up to him and says, Hey, kid, do you need help? And those two people are interacting. So there's a kid and someone else is helping. But the third person is watching this whole thing. Mm. They're watching... If someone needs help and someone has come and with that person watching they would say something like oh that's a good Samaritan mm. they're, they're, they're helping that person yeah. so that comes to mind is someone needs help and someone helps out and that's in some cases in some people have come across as that's it. Mm. And it and it's not necessarily wrong but um but I've come to realize there's more to that. Sure. Yeah. And the other one is a bit of a sad note, uh, a bit bez- uh, bizarre, a sad mm-hmm. note. Um, so uh, when you buy train tickets in around the UK, uh, I have seen occasionally on a train ticket uh, when you turn it over, it says the Samaritans. Mm-hmm. And basically, if you're having an issue in life, you need to talk to someone. With someone, if you want to talk, ring this number. But I think there's a link to when someone is going through a dark time mm. and the train track and they're saying, hey, speak to us. We want to help you. Right. So that comes to mind. What comes to mind in that in that sure. sense, in that yeah. sense? Um, well, just in general terms in America, they have, I remember... Um, about um, was dosh dosh years ago, twenty. Yeah, yeah, They they had a um, a big um, push to do what they call Good Samaritan laws, yeah. which which basically meant if like if you were in a restaurant, somebody was choking, and you you saw that and you went over to help them, did the Heimlich maneuver, um, and say you helped somebody but you broke a rib. Yeah, yeah. Then. 
the law would say that the person that has a broken rib because it's America and they like to sue people. Yeah, blame and claim. They, right. So yeah. they they couldn't sue the person that just saved their life just because they broke a rib. Yeah. Because you were a good Samaritan. I mean, you didn't you didn't have to help, but you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so kind of the same. <clears throat> sorry, the same. Same lines as the the Home Alone scene. Yeah. Uh, Good Samaritan really, um, you know, from a pastor's point of view, gets watered down to just somebody that helps somebody else. Mm. Um, but um, like you said, I think there's a lot more to it than that for, yeah, yeah. for what Jesus teaches. Oh, thanks, Scott. So shall we? Shall yeah, we? Shall we read? Uh, I'll read. I'm just going to read from the, the, the New Testament. Uh, it's called the Gospel of Luke. And I'll be reading the good news. Uh, translation and this is where it says Ami formu good news bible translation taki Ami one formu pala samaritan a teacher of the law came up and tried to trap Jesus teacher asked what must I do to receive eternal life Jesus answered him what do the scriptures say how do you interpret them? The man answered, Love your Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbour as you love yourself. You are right, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But the teacher of the law wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, Who is my neighbour? Jesus answered, there was once a man who was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when robbers attacked him, stripped him, beat him, leaving him half dead. It so happened that a priest was going down the road, but when he saw the man, he walked on by on the other side. In the same way, a Levi also came along, went over and looked at the man and then walked on by on the other side. But the Samaritan was travelling that way, came upon the man, and when he saw him, his heart was filled with pity, went over to him, poured oil and wine on his wounds, and bandaged them. Then he put the man on his own animal, and took him to an inn, where he took care of him. The next day he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper. Take care of him, he told the innkeeper, and when I come back this way, I will pay you whatever else you spend on him. Jesus concluded, In your opinion, which one of these three acted like a neighbour towards the man attacked by the robbers? The teacher of the law answered, the one who was kind to him. Jesus replied, you go then and do the same. After do the syntaxini, I've got one or two thoughts. So I, I have a few thoughts, but yeah. you go for it. Afnechol. Um, well, I think the 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 way to best understand um, what Jesus is teaching here is to kind of get the setting of what a what a Samaritan was to the Jewish people, uh, without going into a long history that'll bore everybody. Um, Samaritans were were distant relatives of the Jews, uh, but they had, <clears throat> they had a history of um, stepping away from the Jewish faith and, and having idolatry, and they lived uh, in a different place, and they, they worshipped differently than the Jews did now. And so because of the history there, um, 
like if we were there and we were Jews and we heard it was the Samaritan that stopped, we would we would probably gasp because it was such a it's such a twist in the story. Mm-hmm. The the first two that go by this man that had been just beaten up and left for dead um, were other Jews, mm-hmm. and there's there's fair reason for them not to go. So there's there's laws against touching if if they thought he was dead, then there's laws against that for for cleanliness. But still, doesn't show a lot of compassion as they go by mm-hmm. for fellow um, ethnicity, um, and then the Samaritan comes by and does it. And so I think the the first part that that really to help to help understand just how impacting the story should be is to, to try to put it like in our terms today, it might be, say, uh, a, a Palestinian helping uh, an Israeli or mm-hmm. even right now a Ukrainian helping a Russian soldier. I mean, like it's it's that big of a divide. Mm-hmm. And yet still, that's the kind of compassion that was shown. Could, could it be stretched to a point, Monohoy, uh, like uh, in the extreme sense of football, like um, Birmingham City and Aston Villa, like those who really like their football and who think the other team is like horror or like dirt and there's the enmity like enemy like mm. like maybe I'm just stretching it maybe Arsenal and Tottenham those mm. who like think the other person is not person because they're mm. like an enemy sense a dushman yeah. the insility is like the enemy is okay. that how they yeah yeah it would be enemy it would yeah, be, yeah. you have. You have antagonism. You're you, you don't want to be around them. You think that they're lesser than you. Um, that kind of and, and they both felt that way for each other. Mm-hmm. The parable here it seems as that Jesus is giving this parable. Mm-hmm. So he is um, the author of it. So sometimes we may think that we know where it comes from uh, without uh, you know, innocent reason, but actually. The origin of it is scripture. Origin of it is from the New Testament. Jesus is speaking. Um, so what's really interesting is they want to trap Jesus, but Jesus shares his story and almost very. It's quite piercing, almost like a, a backfiring on the person. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that quite common in Jesus' time? From what we, yeah, for at least for his teaching. Um, and, and really, those who follow Jesus um, really um, are called to live a life that's completely opposite of what our human hearts and brains really want in this mm-hmm. world. Um, and Jesus oftentimes will will flip something entirely around, like saying... This is a flip, isn't it? Because, yeah. Uh, because mm-hmm. he probably think, um, who is my neighbor? And right. it's almost, again, a trap because... They want to trap Jesus. It says it because they, then he says, "Who is my neighbor?" And he, they wouldn't say a Samaritan because why would Jesus right. is a Jew? Why would he say a Samaritan? Mm-hmm. So then, then you could accuse him. He's a traitor. He's like hanging out with the enemies. Yeah. So why do you want to listen to him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Um, I would expect that they were assuming poor people or or even other Jews that were caught in, in sinful situations, that maybe that would be a stretch to say that's my neighbor. But they would not have been expecting a Samaritan, even in a story, I don't think. Mm. Uh, I wanted to, uh, just a guess. I, I'm quite familiar with this passage, so I know, but I'm just thinking from the audience perspective or um, who is completely new, I'm just thinking, um, just a thought. I, I, we haven't planned this uh, question as such. But um, do you think a story like this 
would really happen? Or is Jesus saying, this is a story, is impossible, and it could never happen because that's how your heart is? Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, is, yeah. That, is this a, is a feasible story? Because I, I don't know. What do you think? I think I do know, but... Um, that, that is a good question. I think, um, I think what Jesus points to here, um, for, for really what to learn, and it's, it's probably because I've had a bit more education in, mm. in the languages, but at the very end, when you read that, he says, well, who was, who was the one that showed, you know, kindness to a neighbor? And they said, well, it was the, the last one. And then he says, go and do the same. When he's, when he says that he's actually saying, in, a, in, in, the, in the way that he presents it, he's saying, without God, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. So this is an impossible situation. Right. He's saying, he's saying we can't, as humans, get over hate and enmity without God's help mm-hmm. for it. And so when he says, go and do likewise, he's actually saying, go do something that's impossible. And, and it's his way of challenging their thinking so that, so that they will begin to say, well, how can I do this? And throughout his ministry, Jesus is saying, you can do that through God. You can't, you can't do it on your own strength. Mm-hmm. And so, so I would say, yes, it's impossible. And, and even, even as those who follow Jesus, you know, our hearts still want to, to have revenge or still want to push people away that we don't like. Um, but with the help of, of Jesus in our lives, we can begin to look at the people that we don't like and, and look at them the way God does, which is mm-hmm. that person was my enemy, but I love them. So you do the same. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so um, I wanted to uh, maybe uh, last question of a, a exploration is um, why do you think, just a thought, it resonates with people who don't know the scripture or doesn't know Jesus said it or where it come from or with charities even, which actually I want to acknowledge they're doing good things in that sense. Why does this resonate with people so much? Uh, And I have a thought, but what do you think? Tell me your thoughts. So my thought is, um, I think Jesus is... um, is speaking on the issues of race and division and choosing who's your neighbour mm. and loving uh, the nice people who, who are like you or something like that. Mm. And he's challenging that. But I think, um, I, because I'm, I'm, I have uh, other knowledge of scripture as well, I'm mm. putting into like, like God's, God created the people, God created me, you, Samaritans, Jew, Palestinians everyone mm-hmm. and we are created in his image mm-hmm. in the sense we are not gods we there's a preciousness or dignity in us mm-hmm. so when we do something on the contrary there's maybe something of a spiritual shake in our hearts saying this is wrong mm-hmm. and it really hits us in the like I feel guilty sometimes like when you see someone who maybe is poor or something like there's something saying that person is made in God's image mm. where it, it, it kind of like shakes you a little mm-hmm. uh, maybe over a period of time you can get desensitized but I think there's a universal of empathy but maybe some people have more of it or less of it I think that's mm. why one of the reasons I think is dignity made in God's image and you know he said it says he was left half dead so if he was left half dead 
he was probably had a kicking like a real he 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 got he got smashed up right. and and that's not right uh, so mm-hmm. i think that's why it kind of resonates because it's wrong we know it's wrong but some, does that make sense yeah i think um yeah i think that there's a there's a sense of uh universality to it in the sense mm-hmm. that um this was 2000 years ago but there's still anger and hatred in people's hearts towards one another and what what resonates in terms of when you see someone go beyond that somehow, um, you you see that that's different, mm-hmm. and you want to understand why why would that be different? Um, when you have something in your heart that says I want to care for someone, even though I really don't like them, you start to begin to see what 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 life would have been, what life should be in in the Lord and. Uh, that resonates with you because our hearts want that. Our hearts have that that bit of knowledge of God and and what 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 life with God can be. And when we see it, we want to latch on to it because it's such a beautiful thing. Don't know about Scott. I mean, Zoto Kushi Afna, Aiso Matsu, and together myself, Scott, we're both co-hosts on this program, and hopefully, we'll have some more episodes for you. Any final thoughts? Uh, I just I appreciate the um, honey, the food. Honey, yeah. uh, so podcast uh, conversations, and uh, we'll have another back by the conversation soon. Thank you for listening. <laughs>